I have done that. And you now know that I'm recording. It's official. Uh, has there been an audience difference of audio versus video at this point? Have you looked at any statistical data regarding this? You know I don't do that, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you know, um, I, I just go by feel. You know I how feel, it is. I feel like the feedback's been, yeah, good. it's been largely positive. Yeah, yeah, about the video. Yes, you mean? yes, yep. yep. Um, didn't get any negative feedback last week about audio quality or video quality, and I feel we're at a point now where you know, we, we could continue with this for a little while. Absolutely, no, quality's like always, always been good. Um, I don't see any major dips in audio numbers, so that means incremental audience online. I like it and on the on the on the video. Okay. I, I uh, and I think people are watching the video that maybe we have never heard the podcast before. Oh, that, well, that's and the goal. Thinking, right? well, like, Who are these two clowns? Let's yeah, exactly. look at this and then clowns. Yeah. Clown yeah. one. There's like a fascination factor. Hang on, mate. Clown one. Clown two. Okay, just wanted yeah. to get that on the record. Yeah. Um, the well, I so I think it might have been Rigby or a couple of people messaged me and said, yep. "I love the option. Like, yes. if it drops when I'm at home, then." Like actually, last week, because remember last week we put it out a bit earlier yeah. in the day. So some people were kind of like, oh, cool, it's a good time of day, I'll watch it. Um, again, I go all nerdy and start thinking about, you know, <laughs> how it might work. And I wonder if you drop the video one earlier, does it affect the audio? Like, because there's nothing really stopping us dropping the video one on like a Thursday morning instead of Thursday night. Yeah. But, you know, mm. I feel like that's. Because we've got all the other shows that are dropping as well at remember? night. So we've got. Like well, that's month. why the audio one yeah. will always come at night because all the other ones come yes. at night except for movies, which is in the morning on a Friday. Yeah. This is in the two, blo two blokes the, oh, feed. It's a Saturday morning on, yes, on the two course. blokes feed. Yeah. If you want to get the movie early, subscribe to subscribe the best, to best, best movies, movies you've ever seen. It's Friday at about Friday 11. morning, yeah, 11, 11, 11.30, something like that. Yeah, 11.30. You have a <laughs> silly odd number of time, eh? 11.37, is that what you do? Or? It's up. Whereas me, I'm just an even number so guy. So is Tech Guide yeah. always at like 7.30? No. Uh, no, Tech Guide is when I finish no, no, recording in, in the two blokes. No, 7.05 it is. 7.05? Yeah, 05. Yeah. See, that's... Although yeah, that's not even an even number, but uh, even numbers, are, um, uh, I'm literally even Stephen because I like having the volume at an even number. Yeah. Bit OCD like that, massive. Yeah. OCD. So is that you don't do that? Nope. I know you. You put it. I'm at, up, I'm what, you, you're rando, eh? Hey, uh, you know what? I, del I you're just rando Trev. I, I call just you. deleted a lot of my. No, I, I had like three pages of alarms, but that's my alarms <laughs> right now. Three twenty-four a.m. Three twenty-seven. If you can, so, you snooze it for three minutes. No, no. I always set two. In right. the morning, I always have two alarms. Why don't you just get your ass up out of bed, mate? The but first I just time. I don't trust. Why? I don't know. Oh, so you reckon the first alarm might not work? What if I sleep through? So you have five happens, others. I don't know. Yeah. And you reckon I'm OCD? Yeah. 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 Isn't it funny how you, right? How, let, let me, a little bit of inside baseball here, right? We do our movie podcast and that involves a lot of audio. And I normally have the audio sorted for in on the roadcaster. So right. that's what we record from. Yes. And I bring my roadcaster. Yep. Last night, I thought, I'm going to try it. We're going to air – I put in the Dropbox so Trevor can actually download all the audio into his roadcaster. And I was still going to bring my roadcaster <laughs> just in case, but I didn't. Because I, 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 I give you – I give you a face I, palm when you said that to I me. Bought, like, what are I we doing? put all the audio on my laptop just in case we had to maybe do it again, yeah. but it worked. Well, let's be real. So how's it – this one point is that you are really cautious in some areas and really pff, who cares in others, <laughs> right? And I'm the same. I mean, in other areas, like the alarm, I'd set one, mate. One alarm. You said eight. I set one. 
with the roadcaster, you were sort of the hand on the head thinking, it's all good. And like, I'm convincing. Yeah, I'm funny. Like, I've loaded it. It's fine, mate. And you've gone, I'm still going to bring the audio. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. What but, was my response? I think it's better to need it and not have it than have it and not need it. True. But I think the thing is, outside of family, any, any issues there or whatever, my yep. biggest fear in life yep. is sleeping through a Today Show segment. Ooh. It's never happened. Right. And I, you mean actually on the set you fall asleep or <laughs> that's happened? <laughs> Has that happened? So imagine that, Trevor. What do you got to say? And you're all, <laughs> imagine that. That would make that'd make a few. Uh, there was be a time on Twitter and when YouTube, I that during one. COVID when I was first using the Tejero, the the iPhone yep. to broadcast from here. Yep. I was using the rear camera so I couldn't see myself right, and so I was trying to find a way to see the shot. Right, so I'd have. A, I actually used these cameras. I'd have these cameras and this screen, so I could see. Oh, so you're filming. I was the screen. filming the back. Oh, so oh could, really? Right, it was crazy. And then wow. I went, oh, what if I? So what I did, I airplayed. I shared the screen to an airplay, so I didn't have to set up a camera and everything. It was good. Yep. And so I'm doing that, and I'm on air, and they go, "G'day, Trevor." And I go, "G'day." Oh, and it just froze. No way. And that's that's the worst on air moment yeah. for me. Is just a freeze. It, and it normally freezes ugly too, eh? Yeah, it, it was it's ugly. It freeze. was bad, and I so yeah. I reset it and got back on, and they we laughed about it, but yeah, haven't fallen asleep. But yes, I wouldn't want to sleep. <laughs> you mean like if I'm they call I'm early. You. I'm if I'm on air at eight fifty, yeah. and it's a studio thing, I'll be there at at least seven fifty, if not seven thirty. Yeah, so an hour before, easy. Yeah. Whereas most people yeah. turn up 10, 15 minutes before. Well, that, it's good when it's just a talker. Like yesterday, you were talking about the mic. Yeah. What we're about to talk about the mic. You were there yeah. at the desk, so. You turn up what? Annoyingly, ten, I got there two before. hours early. <laughs> Why? Well, because it was a Tuesday yep. inside baseball again. Sorry, but no, I'm doing sitting radio, here at doing five a.m. Yeah. They go, "Can we do this thing?" And I'm like, "Man, I only have one real gap in my radio schedule, which is basically six thirty till seven. So I thought, you know what, I'll do or six till six thirty or six forty till seven. I thought I'll go six. So or this 6:30, is you talking to the Today Show? Yeah, I, I just said I'll be there. No, no dramas. Went home, got changed, and then got in the car at 6 o'clock. So I was there at 6.30, 6.45. And so you're doing your radio segments. And the, so then the I gap. just sat in the sat in the, in the yeah. little booth uh, outside the kitchen just doing all my radio yeah. spots and then just went and did, this, did the show. All, no I find now uh, my early or my radios every day are normally start at 7.30. So I'm finding now that I, I set myself on an early alarm to get my training out of the way before the radio yeah, starts. Right. So it gives me an excuse to get up early, Fair get enough. it done. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's helped. Because if yeah. you start working, do you struggle to go on train, for example? Yeah, exactly. I'd get busy. And then so the afternoon will drag on. I'm thinking I'm too busy. Work and becomes a reason it. not yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I do it for – like I set my alarm for quarter to six every day now. Okay. So that it's done by quarter past seven and then I'm ready for the radio and whatever else I've got to do. All right. Do. An executive decision needs to be made and we do these things with our audience. Executive in, decision. In, uh, so with yeah. regards to the way I post the video and yep. the private video, right? Yep. So again, the audio feed for the private drops on a Friday night. Yep. And I, what I've been doing is putting the private feed up as an unlisted video. So you can't search for the uh, the, the private feed. You include it in the YouTube but notes. But I've, I've included right? in the YouTube notes of this video. So if you're watching this video yep. on Thursday or Friday during the day, the link's not there. But, oh, okay. But oh, so you're not going to give it early? Why don't you give well, early access on YouTube? Th so this is my question. Is it okay yeah. if I just put it up yes. there then? Because, mate, yes. it's, an, it's an extra thing I've got to remember to do Executive on a Friday. Executive decision? Yes. Let's go. Do it. Well, I'll think, look, bonus, right? Bonus, if you're watching the video, yeah. you get the private a day early. Oh, yeah. Bonus. That's going to, that, that could yeah. even drag our audio private listeners to come over to get it a day early. Could. So, there you go. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Decision the private made feed live. will be available live. On, you could, here's what you could do you could listen to, the, you could watch the private feed on Thursday nights and just listen to the audio feed when you normally do on a Friday morning or something. Yeah. 
This could be wild. So many choices. Anyway, you've it's got. been a great AGM. <laughs> this has been that, the annual that's general as meeting. Much planning as we've done for this show for quite some time. I think long, yeah. long-term listeners that though, <laughs> pretty much all decisions are made during the yeah, show. It's made, decisions are made in the room. How do right we? Here. How do we come up with the uh, the best movies you've never seen and decide a sponsor? Right here. Right. Yeah. On air, live on air. Yeah. Can I retell that story? We said it. We remember we, we appeared we, on. What uh, I want today, to do is find the episode extra. Yeah. And, and the class, the line that got me that said we need to do a podcast is we, we was talking about your Arnie Shell, God Lover, loves yep. the sound of music, and you put it on all the time. And you said, I've never seen it. I went, what? And you said, all I know is there are nuns and Nazis in it. I went, we need to have a podcast. And in that in that little five-minute little period of that podcast, yep. we planned it all out. We said, yep. right, I know exactly who's going to sponsor yes. it and do it. Boom. And we even knew the name of it. Yeah, that's what it's going to be called. Yeah. We've got to find that episode. We do. Find it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We've got to find that episode because yeah. uh, it, it has created a monster of its own. Yes. And this week, La Bamba. La Bamba. Don't sing. Don't sing. I do. If you want to see it, ask me. I've got video of me singing La Bamba right here in this chair. Yeah. Um, fortunately, that didn't get published on YouTube because yeah. of copyright strikes. Solid copyright hits so on this one. all the yeah. effort of filming the last well, week's movie show. Well, it's the audio. We yeah. use the audio. But just, just so uh, I think we're using it. In the podcast, is it's like in a review capacity, yes. so yes. that's okay to, to use the material. Well, I have a lawyer, I, so I, don't I know. understand. So, <laughs> just talk to our lawyers if there's a problem. Okay, if you need anything, send a letter to our lawyers. They are, um, what are our lawyers' names? Um, yeah, try, try hard. Uh, Hugo first, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, chuck my guts up, try hard and go away. <laughs> yeah, all right, there are lawyers. Well, let's get on with what we're here for. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Do I say not a bad price? Is that you who says not a bad price? Not a bad price. That's you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you take the so, I say handy device, so that's me. Because we sound the same. You should, it's you who is saying not, not, I'd a, have bad, to play not, it again. not a bad price. I think that's you. I, I'm pretty sure I'm the handy device guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm handy device. That's a handy device because, you know, every time I say it on my own podcast or here, I, I think some? back to my thing, oh, that's what I said in the intro. I don't, I, I think it's not a bad price. <laughs> so I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, episode 606 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the great people at Arlo and Netgear. Home security, Arlo's got you covered for Wi-Fi in your home or small business. Netgear's got you covered. We'll tell you more about them shortly. Stephen, we awoke a couple of days ago to news from the Prime Minister in Washington, mm. D.C., Yes, He's over I actually there. had this news. I was on John Stanley's show, Two GB Monday night. Right. They had the, the you know they have the next morning's front pages. Yep, and this was on the Herald front page. The right. five billion dollar Cyber Shield was right. the story, and John and I actually discussed it briefly for the little information we had. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's been. Let's talk about the announcement and then kind of unpack it a bit. The yes. announcement is very much. Um, Microsoft is investing $5 billion in Australia as a part of a cyber shield yeah. with the Australian government, the Defence Signals Directorate, right? That's yep. the... That's the, the, that's, the, the, that's the, kind of the lead... The, the, that's the, the it's headline. It's the Cyber Defence Department, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the... They're the people that are, that are literally trying to block um, hackers yeah. and state-based China, actors. China, Russia, Ukraine, think, all these people, yeah. And think of it like, you know, the modern-day spies... The modern-day espionage, the modern-day warfare yeah. is is in part going to be played out online. So we need this cyber defence. So I start looking at it going, okay, what is this thing? What like what is it overall, right? Mm-hmm. 
And when you read into the detail, here's how I see this. I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing way of getting the Prime Minister to announce something for Microsoft. Oh, absolutely. Right? Microsoft yeah. is investing legitimately. And yeah. I'll, I'll preface all this with this is all good, 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 win, win, win. There's yeah. nothing bad about yeah. this. It's just it's just brilliant staging, right? Yeah. Microsoft is investing $5 billion in Australia, but they're not investing $5 billion in the Defence Signals Directorate. They're not building a cyber shield. Yeah. They're building cloud data centres. They're investing yeah. in training and education through TAFE, through data centre training and all this kind of stuff, which is awesome. But in Microsoft's own press release, right? They talk about data center and um, like the growth of that space. And I'll, I'll quote this here. This will enable the company. So they're, they're, they're spending $5 billion to yep. build data centers. This will enable the company to meet the growing demand for cloud computing services, which are expected to almost double from $12.2 billion last year to $22 billion in a couple of years from now according to their own white paper. So they're saying, yeah. hang on, the cloud business in Australia, that's in Australia, is going to be worth $22 billion. Let's build more data centres. And we're going to run it. Yeah. So, that, yeah. so that we can have a, a, a so, good slice of that pie. Because there's only real three big players, Amazon, Google, yeah. and Microsoft my, in, the, uh, in the big cloud. My uh, Before we hit record, I said it looks like it's... it's and, and look, they're spending five billion, investing $5 billion. Massive. But it's Microsoft really feathering their own nest was the the, the word I use, the, the phrase I use, yeah. because it not only involves them. And, yeah, look, the big picture is, oh, look at all the jobs we're going to create, the digital economy. It's great, and that's, yeah. that's probably what's going to happen. But Microsoft's going to be clipping the ticket here as well, not not to mention all the AI uh, infrastructure, all the mm. AI opportunities that are going to present themselves. And guess which AI is going to be? Microsoft are going to have the their open AI, yeah. which they they funded for like they got ten billion. They got more invested in AI than they have in this initiative. Yeah, it was ten billion they put into open AI. So here it is. Here's our here's our money to invest, but take our product as well. So now, and you know what? Good on them. Absolutely, like, that's a, it's a win for them. Now let's be real, and we don't. I don't know any of what I'm about to kind of speculate on. This is all pure speculation. But right. the Defence Signals Directorate, they don't have a data centre. They yeah. they have computers. They have smart people. They would have had, I'm guessing, for the last five years, a contract with someone for their you know cloud services like email and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. They yeah. would have also had a contract with someone for you know cloud computing. So. Cloud computing is the idea of we've got this this data we need to to, to crunch, yep. send it off to the cloud where there's a hundred computers who can crunch it really fast. So they've probably had that contract, and I'm guessing it's been with Microsoft for a while, right? Yeah. And so they've they've essentially signed up for another deal, and they've gone, mm. you know what, we're going to do this again. And then Microsoft said, you know what, just so you know, we're actually going to build more data centers. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. do this, and and at some point, somewhere along the way, someone's gone, you know what, let's make this what an announcement. Do we do this? Yeah, 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 because the Cyber Shield. What are they? Um, I don't have the name of. Oh, MCA, MACS, Microsoft, Microsoft, uh, yeah. Australian the, Signals Directed Cyber Shield. The yeah. MACS. It's called Max. Funny enough, the acronym. I've, Max. I've related that to yeah. AUKUS. Now yeah. Australians will know AUKUS is Australia, UK, UK US, yeah. and that's just an agreement to build and and work with submarines, nuclear submarines, yeah. right? Max is an agreement for the ASD, the Signals Directorate, and Microsoft, Microsoft to work together to ensure that the ASD has the right amount of cloud computing, yeah. the right amount of power, and can utilize and piggyback on AI to do the work they want to do, right? Yeah. So it's just a it's just a, a commitment to a great use of cloud. Yeah. And I've got no doubt that 
See, the government doesn't just go, oh, cool, let's use AI for our like cyber attack yeah. research, right? Yeah. So they don't just go to ChatGPT because that's sending sensitive data offshore. So one of the requirements of the ASD having any new contract would have been that it has to be onshore yeah, data centers. On, on so Microsoft yeah. has gone, guess what? As a part of our $5 billion, that's going to include not just cloud infrastructure, not just data centers, but AI data centers. You can use those. Yeah. But the, the way it was sold to them, though, it's all about building the digital economy. So Huge. they ticked all the right boxes to get... Anthony Albanese and Kevin Rudd, who he's the he's the uh, US, amb US Australian ambassador, ambassador to, to America. Yeah. Yeah. So they were talking about how uh, with the generative AI can add as much as one hundred and fifteen billion dollars a year to the Australian economy by the end of the decade. Yeah. So they're they're quoting all these numbers and all the opportunities, and Anthony Albanese is thinking, well, okay, that's not a bad thing. Or yeah. creating more jobs, yes. Generating a better economy, yes. Yes. So the, they've really they've yes. sung the right song to get him interested, yeah, and sealed the deal. And so there was the Australian head of uh, Microsoft there as well, who yep. who was uh, is it Steve Worrell? Worrell is that his how you pronounce his Take name? Your word for it. Managing director of Microsoft Australia New Zealand. Then yep. there was the also the Brad Smith was the Microsoft vice chair and president. So he's a head honcho yep. at Microsoft. And Albo was uh, that. That's the photo yeah. they had. Uh, at the White House. Because one of the commitments, again, I'll read from their the, from their press release. As a part of today's announcement, Microsoft has committed to support an additional 300,000 Australians as a part yeah. of its global school, skills program. Yep. So it's not 300,000 so people globally yeah. being skilled. It's 300,000 yeah. Australians, Australians which is being skilled. They, yep. They're going to build a data centre academy next yep. year in partnership with TAFE New South Wales. So... Mm. While I'm trying to unpack what's really behind the announcement, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying... Oh, there's a lot of positive stuff in it, for sure. It, it's yeah, massive wins. Yeah. So let's talk about what is a cyber shield. Yeah. Because in reality, again, it's just it's just saying that the, the, the computing power, the ability for the ASD, the signals mm. directorate, to, to build the systems they need to detect and deter yeah. are going to be enabled it's by detect, this yeah. AI and cloud stuff. That's what I was going to say. AI, I reckon, is going to play a massive part in how we deal with these sort of things. Mm. And, and and Microsoft, a big player in the AI space. We Remember, we're, they've announced Copilot for Windows. Like AI is going to be Huge. Microsoft's their go-to technology right now. And uh, so that will obviously play a massive part in that. But uh, Microsoft, in terms of uh, when when I first heard this, I'm thinking, really, Microsoft running a cyber shield? Mm. You expected like a Trend Micro yes. or a Norton or yes. some company that's got a legacy in this space that have got absolute data centers and zero day. They know exactly when all the threats are, where, where they're coming from and what they are. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to be used here, whether that, that might be a part of the contract is they pull in these other people. But. I, I think so. That's... Yeah, so I, the, I haven't actually heard negativity, but I did a couple of things on the ABC, and they, they're pretty good at unpacking some of the issues. By the yeah. way, the ABC were quite happy to say Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft all the way through this, yeah. and they'd apologise for it, saying, I'm sorry to mention brands. Seriously, why does the ABC How can do you that? not, though? Yeah, so I've annoyed. heard that too. Yeah. Anyway, um, they were like, D people might be concerned about Microsoft being directly involved with our signals director, our defence department. I'm just calling it cyber defence department, right? Yeah. yeah. Listen, Microsoft are not embedding people at the ASD. No. But here's what I imagine. And I, again, imagine. I imagine a big red phone at the ASD yeah. and at Microsoft so that when stuff's going down, they can go, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? You know, and, yeah, and it's right. basically a cooperation and collaboration to make sure that they're both aware of yeah. what's going on in Australia and they can both jump in. But in reality, like effect on real people, 
It's not going to stop scam calls. No. It's not going to stop scam, scam texts. This nope. is about Russia not hacking yes. into the Australian power grid. This, this is, is about a, yeah, China. This, this is about not China not shutting down our electricity system. Yeah, all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. It's that global level thing where, and how often has it been said that if there's a major, uh, if there's a major conflict between two nations, that's where it's probably going to take it's place. Go, like yeah. you, you cripple someone's traffic system or a country's yeah. electricity grid, and that 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 could be as crippling as a, as a bomb in the middle of town. And I also imagine. Let's just reflect on 12 months ago and you've got Optus and Medibank, all these things going on. Yeah. And you remember they, one of the one of the Optus and Medibank kind of defences to not answering too many questions was, oh, it's with the government, it's with the Australian Signals Directorate, it's being handled in, in a legal way, right? Yeah. Which is fair. I imagine there'll also be a very reactive part of this as well that allows, you know, someone to pick up the phone to the Minister, Claire O'Neill, and say we've had a massive cyber attack and it's happening now. Yeah. And that basically, like a SWAT team from the Signals Director to Microsoft will be able to, you know, yeah. launch themselves send, online yeah. to, to, you know, so clamp you down reckon and work that, out what That's happens. how the shield's going to operate. So if there's I a, reckon. an event of an emergency, it's like the, you know, if there's a fire, you ring the fire brigade. I don't want to foreshadow, but imagine a big cyber attack, uh, like a hack, like the Optus yep. or Medibank in the next six months or 12 months or two years. I can imagine Albo standing there with Claire O'Neill going, well, what's, what's, a, what's brilliant is that the managing director of that company was able to come to us and we're, we're able to utilise the cyber shield to help them. And, you know, I mean, they're going to yeah. use this word. Yeah, I hope so. You to hope make it so. sound like. But, yeah. but the problem is it's been hyped up so much yeah. that I think some people think we're just not going to get attacked. Mm. So that's my thing. I Even on Nine News this week on TV, I was like, I'm oh, happy to talk about it as long as you let me at the end yeah. talk about how you've still got to not take phone calls from unknown numbers, yes. don't hand still over information, don't click links. Yeah, yeah. You've still got to have internet security software on yeah. your computer. Because if you think that Microsoft investing $5 billion in Australia yeah. and the government you know, having a cyber shield is going to stop you from getting hacked or your business from getting hacked, yeah. you're mad. Not at all. Do you reckon five billion? I thought they got enough light. That's actually not a bad deal. Five billion. Well, I mean, they're only building. Is it nine yeah. more so, um, uh, cloud yeah. cloud data centers? Yeah, there's twenty. They're going to go to twenty nine. Yeah, so yeah. they're building nine more right now. Yeah. What they, about upskilling people and all those other courses they're going to deploy and all that? Mate, a billion dollars yeah. is enough to run three hundred thousand people through a thing, isn't it? And I don't it, know. you know, four billion dollars is probably enough to build a few data centers. Because remember, a data yeah. you build a, a, a six story building with apartments and everything, you've got to fit it out with washing machines. You build a data center, it's a concrete shell. All that, they often make them look fancy from the outside, but inside mm. the most expensive bits are the racks, the computers, and the fire uh, retardant equipment so yeah. and the air conditioning. So I don't know what a data center costs, but I imagine they're going to happily build enough yeah. of them my with point, this money. My point is, though, $5 billion, they're gonna. this is an investment, don't forget. Oh, so they're going to make they're gonna make a ton of money off this. If, if their and, numbers... And good on them. Smart move for them to do this. So there's an extra $10 billion in the industry, yeah. in the marketplace, in just four years. They only need to get 50% of that new business yeah. to Boom. break even. Yeah, it's paid itself off already. Pretty well, awesome. There you go. But, but yeah. you know, win for the government, yep. win for Microsoft, win for Australia. Yeah. And my only thing is we've just got to remember it's not going to stop you from getting Oh, no, it, it, this isn't the silver bullet by any means. No. This is This is only... I think from at a national level, like we, you know, we're, we're like foreign countries, and at a national level, yeah. you, the people who are sending you scam text messages and phone calls, they're still going to get through, unfortunately. That's right. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a fascinating story. It's a great one to unpack. Full details at techguide.com.au and everywhere else on the internet because it was it was <laughs> to their credit, it was a massive it was a big story. story. Absolutely, absolutely. 
This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech uh, supported by our great mates at Arlo. Arlo, right here, Arlo. Uh, and they have just released their essential, new essential second-gen products. And what we're going to talk about today is their indoor, indoor camera. camera. The essential indoor is... Hang on. Yeah, that's the shield. It's its own little cyber shield. Isn't My it? privacy it's shield. A, it's a privacy Hang shield. Hang on. I'm just going to unlock the app. <laughs> there you go. See, that Trevor has very well demonstrated the privacy shield. And the reason for that, I think, and it's valid too, because people think they may be a little uncomfortable knowing uncomfortable knowing there's a camera inside. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I don't want I don't want there to be a camera inside. And this thing's so small. It's about this big. Sure. Yeah. Again, we forget we're doing video. I should have brought one in. <laughs> anyway, um, imagine you've got a bookshelf in your lounge room or in that entry foyer or somewhere like that. Yeah. And I imagine like in, in your front room, there's a kind of sunroom there. That's the, it's the casual, it's the, the formal, formal lounge. The formal lounge. Um, I imagine, you know, on a shelf there, there's the, there's yeah. the camera and it so it doesn't look obtrusive it's not an ugly thing yeah but you know when you're sitting there chatting with your formal lounge friends you don't want them to think hang on mate why are you filming us <laughs> so if they do say is that a camera you're gonna go, put it on youtube what do you reckon <laughs> you go yeah but the little white yeah. little white flat means it the camera can't Correct. see us oh, and, and to make to, well that is if, if they do mention i said well mate see the little that little white shield on the lens that's the privacy shield. No recording. And then you happening. pull out the app and you tap the button and you let yeah, it. You yeah. let them see that it yeah, opens the chance. Go. Very good. So I think, uh, and, and our, uh, it's it's good for. Uh, and there are times you you want to have an indoor camera. Yeah. I reckon a lot of people are going to use this to check in on their pets. Have yeah. an indoor camera. You know, some people they they leave their pet, pets yep. in the house, the apartment. Yeah. They're going to go in and check on it because well, you can talk to people. Remember through it, you can hear. Hey, absolutely. how are you, buddy? I'll tell you where we use ours. Um, we've we're, we're a two story house and upstairs just bedrooms, but there's a yep. big long hallway. And and I've always had an Arlo camera at the end of the hallway so that, you know, overnight you know, when we're not home, whatever, right, I know what's going on. But I've always felt uncomfortable with it because it's like oh, the kids shouldn't feel uncomfortable walking down to the bathroom at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So now that camera, unless we're – if we're at home, privacy shield's on. But when we're away and the system is armed, on. it's open. So if yeah. you get if you get through the six cameras at the front door, the one <laughs> camera inside the front door, and then you go upstairs, man, we have got you on camera. Yeah, enough video to make a three-hour film of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's part of the exciting new essentials lineup. There's also a new essential outdoor camera and a new video doorbell. But if you want to check them all out, Arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. Oh. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, didn't we get a nice little surprise today when yeah. uh, this little email came up and I'm thinking, oh, an Apple event. <laughs> and my heart skipped a beat. I'm thinking, oh, are we travelling again? <laughs> and I was uh, very sorry to hear that. No, it's a virtual event. No in-person uh, no in-person event. This is a streaming event which will take place the day before Halloween. That's why it's called Scary Fast was the words they used. Right. Right? Did you get that straight No, away? I didn't. Halloween? Okay. Here for you, mate. Thanks. The uh, so this is that's, a, a, that's <laughs> the that's the newspaper journal and the headline writer in him. That's right. That's it comes me. out straight away. And so uh, we automatically assume right. What is this going to be? So just to give you the time frame, it's going to be eleven a.m. October thirty-one in that's Sydney time, uh, daylight savings time, and it'll We've be never had five, an event five at that time of day. p.m. in uh, Pacific time. So yeah. normally for us, it's get up at if we're not there, get up at three a.m. Yeah. to cover cover this thing. But it's at the very friendly time, local time of 5 p.m., which is 11 a.m. our time, sleeping. Big fan. And, uh, and again, the speculation immediately started, including from myself. Of course. And from, from, the, from the get-go. So scary, mm. fast. So yeah. scary, we know it's day before Halloween. 
fast, well, let's just assume that's new chips and, and new products. Yep. But the dead giveaway, if you go to the Apple site, and there is a small section of the Apple homepage where is the Apple event section. Yep. If you click on that and make it full screen, make it full screen. So click on that, you'll see the Apple symbol. Did you do this? The, the one that's in the invite, yes. Yeah, so this it, it Apple morphs. glowing Apple symbol morphs into the Finder symbol. Now, anyone who, who uses a Mac, a Finder is kind of the, the central station of your Mac. It's sort of the, the main menu section where you can find everything else. That's and why, it's that's an why it's image, a smiley face with a nose yeah. and two dots that got, dates back to, you know, the original little oh, little Macs. So the 1980, 1984. I think they used to call it the Happy Mac yeah. symbol so that yep. it, it kind of was there at boot up saying we're all good. Like yep. it's a way of saying your computer's good to go. So that to me it's says Max. it's a Mac event, and yeah. le- and we I think had a discussion a few weeks ago about the iMac. Remember the twenty four inch iMac? You know yeah. when they released that? Uh, twenty one. Two years yes. ago. Yeah, twenty one. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. So it was April twenty twenty one, and that had the M one chip in it. Remember yes. they were all the colourful mm-hmm. iMacs. Yep. So what I'm sus- what I suspect two things I saw three things. Number one, new twenty four inch iMacs, probably with M two chips in them. But the big rumor so, so has been. Let me, let me stop yeah. you there. The problem with that, and so that's that's it feels like a guarantee, right? Yeah. M, that needs an update. M2 chip. Yeah. But that doesn't help with the scary fast part of the invite, well, which leads the, you the scary fast part. I reckon means there's going to be an M3 chip announced, it's, which is due. Right? It's M2 true, yeah. was like a year ago, wasn't yeah. it? So M3, I reckon, could be in one of two products. The most obvious would be MacBook, MacBook Pro. Pro. So MacBook Pro 13-inch, 14-inch, 16-inch. They wouldn't do all three of them. You don't reckon? No, I reckon because... Maybe the big ones, 14, yes. 16, or maybe just start with a 16. Yes. Who knows? But I reckon the other massive rumour that's been doing the rounds is the super iMac, the big, potentially 30 or 32-inch iMac that... If you have that, you're going to put an M3 chip in that yeah, for sure. Because the, one of the most, I reckon, one of the most iconic Macs of modern times yeah. is the is the iMac. Absolutely, not the current one, the one yeah. before it with the the silver thin one. edge, yeah. but the bulbous back. Um, it was a 27 yeah. inch. I had like four generations of them over Love time. It. Me too. Beautiful device, 27 inch. Yep. The current iMacs are 24 inch. Yeah. So it's like, hang on a minute, shouldn't there be a 27 there or was a, more? There was a 21.5 and a 27. Yes. And they brought it to a 24. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, hang on a minute, what's what's doing yeah. here? And because of what they're able to do with screen technology now, it's like, hang on a minute, you could do 27 or more. Yeah. And still not make it a massive device. So the studio monitor they that Apple has, that's 27 inch, isn't it? Yes. 27. Yeah. So, there I think is, any bigger than that is is a bit big. If for you Apple. wanted a bigger screen with a Mac than twenty four inches, you'd have to get a Mac Studio, or a Mac Mini, or a Mac Mini, and put it the twenty seven inch, right? But if you're a Mac user, or you just say, buy a bloody big Samsung well, curved monitor well, like I've mate, got. Right? I'll tell you what I've got. I've got the Mac Studio at home. I used to have twenty seven inch iMac with another monitor, so I've now got a Mac Studio with two forty three inch monitors, hmm. Samsung monitors. Yeah. So there's a there's a gap in them. If you're an Apple user, a Mac user, there's a gap there where Apple haven't got a display bigger than 27 inches. Yeah. So if you want to go big with a, an iMac, and you think about you think about how the usage of an iMac. I, I use my iMac to do my work, but also to watch stuff on. I watch Netflix on my iMac, right? Which is insane because well, in the same room there. he's got other. He's got. I think you have two TVs on the wall. There, I don't do, you? but it's just weirdo. that. That's just me. But if I've you've just got, got a weirdo when there's three TVs on the wall over there, one TV there, one TV there. You go, <laughs> yeah. You've got fifteen in here. That's all good. But 
if there was a wish list, 32-inch iMac, M3, take my money right now. Yeah. Would you buy that? A 32-inch oh, iMac? 30's big. 30, I even mean, a 30, I'd go. I wonder if they would go to more of an ultra-wide 30. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you mean so, like a, so the, the 27 yeah, studio yeah. monitor it's is like 16 a by 9. Big yeah, monitor. Yeah. But if you go like this, uh, right? So it's 32, but it's a wider screen. Okay. Man, that'd be interesting. I could dig that. And, you know, I guess they don't want to play to the to the pro area with this Mac because that's that's for the studio and the studio display but and stuff you, like that. You think about our, you think about an average yeah yeah you got your Mac Studio uh, and the Mac Pro eh? they've sort of yeah. the, the Mac Pro so there that's your mega user right yeah. you're editing major motion pictures and and you know, rendering graphics and high end stuff. But there's still a gap there like a customer who doesn't want all those bells and whistles. Yeah. Their only other option is a Mac Mini yep. and it's BYO monitor or the 24-inch iMac, which is okay. It's enough for most, but not enough for some. Mm. So I, I reckon there's a real gap in their portfolio. If they if they had a 30-inch or 32-inch iMac with M3, that would absolutely be huge. Yeah. Literally huge. I just want to give a massive shout-out to the people at Apple. Um, <laughs> not only is this a daytime event for us, but yeah. Tuesday's the busiest day of my week. <laughs> and all my radio, my it's last my, my last morning one is at 10.45. Oh, and I normally in. then, at 11 o'clock, I start doing calls for EFTM. Oh. So I spend an hour doing that. Yep. So this is, uh, it's fine. It's in your window. Actually, no, I've got a bloody interview schedule. Anyway, I have to change that. Um, but uh -oh. it's, it's a pretty good time for us. It's, it's really yeah. interesting. What do you yeah. think's behind the timing? Uh, I think probably more to get... Uh, it's 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 obviously going to be a major product because all markets are going to want to see this at the same time, right? Mm. So you think about it, they have it at yeah, but every product's a major time, product. Prime time, well, I don't know. Prime time in the US, like in Cupertino, like five PM. It's like that's when all the news is running. I reckon gonna, it's not going to get them news because that's too well, late for news know, to turn. No, no, but I mean, if there's like live when they got they have their live broadcast, so here oh, Apple have just announced this. Let's have a look, and it's happening. Mm. You know, like running story on but it. But it's also like. Um, Eight o'clock in New York. Eight so. p.m. Well, that's prime time, isn't it? That's that's yeah, prime they're time. They're not going to interrupt a prime time TV show with an know. Apple event. I don't know. Maybe they did it for Australia. They said, you know I what? Respect Those that. Aussies, they're great Apple customers. Let's give them a sleep in. Let's have it at oh, eleven a.m. So pumped. Although Tuesdays, I get up at three a.m. So <laughs> you thanks. do that. You do that anyway. I'm, honestly, seriously. Wow. If it had been a okay. What's your earliest the, interview on a Tuesday? Uh, four twenty. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like to get started. You know. Yeah. And then you got to, then they follow every yeah, twenty minutes after that. Pretty much, yeah. yeah right. And yeah. that's your that's your usual Tuesday, isn't it? That's so that's Tuesday. why whenever there's something Tuesday morning, Trev's out because oh, yeah. he's he's on the radio. Yeah, I yeah. can't be bothered yeah. going. I can't be yeah. bothered. The latest on a weekday, people. Yeah. yeah, latest on a weekday. My radio is that I'll be done by nine. Yeah, from seven thirty to nine. I'm but good. remember, I only do one day. Yeah, I don't do radio. Oh, so you on don't any do other any day. other. Really? No, I make them all do Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah, I spread my. I see. I spread my wings. I spread. Yeah, but I don't want to have to worry about other th – like, okay. that's it, boom, done. No, but, but mine's every morning I've got, you know, the different stations. So you – rather than me spread them out over the week, you just go into yep. one day. My go, you've got a 10-minute window between 7.40 <laughs> – if I'm not off by 7.50, I'm going to go to the next one. or ring Stephen Fennick. He'll talk to you. That happens. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, look, Trev brushed us. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I get a call. Uh, are you like you, I know you're going away or something, right? <laughs> Trev's going like he's going to his mum's house with his kids, and then I get a message from 
six PR. Do you reckon? Do you reckon you can? Are you available six o'clock uh, on Tuesday or whatever, whatever yeah, time Tuesday? And yeah. I think it airs away. <laughs> and I go, no, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Which I was last time. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful. We don't want anyone else getting in, the, in on the game. Hello. No, we we cover each other. Don't worry. Secret of and our success versa, is making hey, sure mate. making sure that no one else Absolutely, chimes in. Absolutely, yes. All right. What are we talking about? Oh, the Apple event. So full details yes. of the Apple event are at techguide.com.au on eftm.com. But something else we should just quickly touch on yes. is by the time you listen to this, Double Tap is available. Now I've been using the developer version of Double Tap for a while now, and I've got to tell you, I use the watch a million times more than I ever did. Yeah. Right, it's so good. So this widget screen that you now have. Yeah, so I use the peanuts watch the face. Smart stack. Whatever. Yeah. I use the peanuts watch. There's nothing on it. There's nothing other than bloody Snoopy, right? Yep. So I just double tap and I immediately get whatever Weather. the smart stack suggests. Yep. Whether I go through my calendar, whatever you like. Now it's really fascinating. So I sat down with a couple of Apple execs this week and talked about it, and they they were trying to play up how difficult this was to build. Yeah. Now, got to got to be real. It's existed for some time as an accessibility feature. Right, you've been yes. able to turn. You can turn it on on your current yeah, Apple yeah. Watch yeah. because this double tap yeah. only works on Series Nine and Apple Watch Ultra Two, yeah. which were announced it needs, last month. It needs a system on a chip, eh? The new chip. Because what they've done is they've gone the sensors. They've worked out how the sensors work, and what they worked out was when you when you do things with your wrist and your fingers, the heart rate monitor is unable is getting different readings, and so they're able to oh. basically you know understand what readings meant what. Yeah, wow. Now, the yes, the accessibility thing has existed for some time, but this is vastly more accurate. And it's it's also so if I if I'm looking at the watch and I just tap gently, it it doesn't work every time. Right. You've got to really make an intentional tap to do it. But mate, here's the thing: send me uh, an SMS message, send me an iMessage, right? So what they did, and this was explained to me, this is yeah, sure they work out how to do it, but then they have to work out what the default response is for every action on the watch. So Stephen's going to send me a message and it'll come... Is, is, is the message going to be read out? No. No, okay. it's not. Because so, it's, it's a bit rude what I'm it's, saying it's, here. All right. I can go. imagine it is. Here we go. Go on. So you'll see, <laughs> hopefully, the message broadly appear here and then I'll, then I'll... So there it is, right? So I'll turn now, double tap, and it immediately goes into dictation mode. So I'm just dictating my response. Great. Thanks very much. So are you. And I'll get you back when we're not recording. Double tap, sent. Okay. Okay. So what it does, no, oh, don't show that. Immediately goes into dictation mode. So I'm just dictating my response. Great. Thanks very much. So are you. And I'll get you back when we're not recording double tap. Yeah. And you did you say double tap? Yeah, I said it? the word double okay, tap. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. So so what for so, the record, I said you are a dickhead. It's oh, just what wow. I said. I'm sorry. That's harsh. I get banned on that's, TikTok that's for that. That's what I said. Yeah. The, <laughs> The thing is, that's, that's yeah. I got to be honest. That's brilliant. So the examples that they gave me were things like they notice people are you know responding to messages with their nose because they've got their hands full of something else. So yes. if I'm if I'm carrying if I'm yeah. carrying my laptop like this and a message comes through, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So you've got to wait until something happens. You could be walking ziggy zaggy and they're doing the walking, yeah. right? Yep. So oh, there's a message I can't respond. You can take a call. You can respond to a message. All that stuff. Yeah. You're cooking. You're doing stuff. You can you can dismiss a timer. All that stuff. Yeah. And mate, I'm honest with you. I use the watch yeah. way more well, now. I remember when we saw this at the iPhone launch, right, as, yep. uh, on that day. I did a little video, as you did. I, I, I videoed the whole process. I answered a call. I went through all the smart stack and all that. And in my commentary, in my stories and everything, all the interviews I did on TV and the radio, I said this is probably one of the biggest features 
that you will now use on Apple Watch. Yeah. It is, it's it's going to be so useful for all the ways you describe where, say, you've got two shopping bags or you, you've got, you know, walking the dogs or whatever. Yeah. So I, I well, think, yeah, great, great You addition. know Eric from the Apple Watch team. Yeah. I, he was one of the people I was talking to. And he, I think he said to me, you know, you're cooking uh, a chicken palm or something. You've got, you know, you got egg on your hands yeah, or whatever. Dirty hands, yeah. And, and what, what normally happens is you go, oh, I've got a message. Oh, what am I going to do? I've got to think. You know, so you, you think yeah. about something. And you go, what am I going to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But now you just take that thought away and you just go, double tap, yeah. done, and you just That's into it. Smart. So it's not about saving time. It's just about the convenience, it's convenience. The convenience yeah, of it, man. Yeah. It's wild. It makes it easier to do things, which is the whole goal. Oh, I'm going to make a big call because it's weird that the Watch 2, the Ultra 2 and the Watch Series 9 are not that vastly different to the previous generation. Yeah. Frankly, other than the system on a chip yep. or SIP and, and this feature, it's worthwhile. Now, it's not to worthwhile up, to upgrade getting, to, to... You're getting rid of your 8 for a 9 unless you're desperately passionate about yeah, it. Right. But if you've got a 4, 5, 6, yeah. 7, man, you're... I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think if you, if you... Uh, this is a feature, I reckon, that's a game changer for yeah. an Apple Watch. And... I think what a matter of time before uh, imitated by other brands. You reckon there'll yeah. be other other things that other well, brands do, or I don't know. I, I don't know that other brands are that nimble, are yeah. they? I'm not sure. Uh, we'll soon find out. Samsung, anyway, they, they um, know a thing or so two. So watch ten point one is what you need, yep. and you know the deal. If you've got an Apple Watch, you've got to you've got to have your watch charging. It's got to be at least fifty percent. Pretty charge. much going to come out Just tonight for you. But, charge, you know. charge it, and make and sure do the you update. Put it on the charger, then do the update. Right. So it's not it's not here. Yet, but it, by the time you watch this, it'll be due. And you know, a little demo of all that at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I apologise, I played the same sting. Uh oh. It's my own fault for putting it down here. I'm like, I lost track. Yeah. No, anyway. I just noticed I've got my Diet Coke down here. Oh, well done. I'm going to have a sip. Stephen, 10 years and a few months ago, Vodafone launched $5 a day global roaming. It was the best junket I've ever been on. I went to New Zealand. <laughs> they gave me gold virgin status for three months. And from that point, I was able to get to where I am today. Cash for comment. With, with platinum status. Hey, what happened there? But anyway, we did, mate, we did so much stuff. I remember getting in a jet boat with the then CEO, Bill Morrow. Yeah. We went skeet shooting. It was wild because their idea was they wanted to show what a what an adventure holiday yeah. would be where you'd want to post photos and all that kind of yep. stuff. And you can't do that unless you're roaming. Yes. And roaming was, back then, we'd do a kind of fair stories of $10,000 roaming bills and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Bill shock. That's how it was. The, coin, the, That's the, the all term gone. was coined. Right. That's all gone. Yeah. Because every company has some form of roaming, the big ones, as well as like Hogan, Boost, and yep. a few others. They've right? got roaming packs. They have roaming packs. I Boost is around $3 a day. The inclusions are, are, are strict, but... I still think Vodafone's the best roaming package yeah. because it's your own normal inclusions. And use as much as you yeah, use your data like you're at home. Five dollars. Yeah. Use your phone like and you're at home. The two blokes are Vodafone customers for that very for that reason. reason. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. we go to America and I can ring you on your phone. I can ring someone on an American phone, and it just counts as one of my calls. It's yeah. just an unlimited call. I did have dramas though that I'll talk about later with oh, my roaming. Yeah, but they had dramas. There's been some issues with in yeah. America with uh, the networks AT and T, T-Mobile, and Whoa. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so today. They have announced in-flight roaming. What? So uh, find the list of airlines. So uh, in-flight. It, it includes Emirates, Cathay, Etihad, Lufthansa, Malaysian, and Singapore. And I've seen this in planes where they go, you can use your phone, just turn off airplane mode. And I'm like, what's that? So this is what this is. So let's say I get on an Etihad flight. I'm yep. going, to, going to Abu Dhabi. 
we get to 30,000 feet. What I do today is I open up my phone, I turn on Wi-Fi, I find the Etihad network, I click on it, it brings up a web page, it tells me it's going to be $60 for the Wi-Fi all the way to Europe. I go, yes, because I want to be connected, and I pay $60, maybe $30. To America, it might be $20 or $30, whatever, right? So, And I get Wi-Fi and I get data. On Etihad, as a Vodafone customer, I'll open up my phone when the, when the seatbelt sign comes off, I'll turn off airplane mode, it will turn search off airplane mode. Turn, turn off yeah. airplane mode. So yeah. like I'm like I've landed. Yeah. Search for a network, search network. And it will connect to a network. I can make calls. I can receive texts. And I can use make data. Make calls. Well, please don't make calls. Okay. Yeah. Please, that, please don't. That's be disturbing on a plane, wouldn't it? But but legitimately you can. In an emergency you could. Yeah. Right. But the critical thing is data. Now they they actually say in this release they say the data. Um, uh, the, the service is simple to use and delivers download and upload speeds similar to 3G, which is pretty much all in-flight Wi-Fi. Yeah. Pretty much all in-flight so Wi-Fi you, is... So you're not going to be streaming Netflix or no, anything? No, no, no. You're going to be able to use your own data rather than paying for the... So say we're traveling United. Yep. So instead of... We normally pay for the, the in-flight Wi-Fi. So in this instance, you're using a network yes. instead of the plane's Wi-Fi for yep. your own data, basically. Which is essentially the same thing, right? So and what is that $5 is, a day as well? That's or? the big kicker, right? It's $5. Five bucks. Wow. Now I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to dig this up. How do you? What happens if I, I'm a Malaysian, I fly to Malaysia. So I'm in Australia, I fly to Malaysia, eight hours. I'm yeah. in Malaysia, I land. Do I pay five dollars for the flight and then five dollars on the ground in Malaysia? Nope. Uh-huh. It's so it five dollars per calendar day, day yeah, no wow. matter where you are. And they explained it to me because I didn't realize this. But if you're in in England and then you go to France and then you go to Spain in the same day by driving or on a train or something, yeah. you only pay five, five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So it's the same on the plane. Wow, five bucks. That's pretty cool to get in-flight data. And so how that's does wild? So what, I know I understand Vodafone were able to do the, this roaming package because they've got you know they've got partners in Europe and America yep. and all yep. around the place. So how is it that they can do this as in the air as well? Are there those same partnerships? It's all satellite, isn't it? Is it satellite well, so connection or what? It is is it's the provider of the in-flight Wi-Fi because really it's still just using the in-flight Wi-Fi, mm. but it's it's got another device in there that allows you to connect using the cellular service. It's probably still routing it through the Wi-Fi. I don't yeah. know, haven't tested it, but it's fascinating to me that essentially it's a company. I'm pretty sure it's called Aero Mobile. They're the company that do the kind of ground network and so it uses the aircraft's satellite and the aeromobile ground network and it all comes together to you make are. this work mate it's and unbelievable comes right there in your seat you right can there in access your seat. the network now if you say 3g speeds are bad if you've never tried in-flight wi-fi it's not amazing it's never been good. have you uh, i've found uh, i've flown united a lot lately uh, yeah. their in-flight wi-fi is actually pretty good yeah, it's excellent and uh, like good enough but to, i would say it's 3g speed you reckon yes so, uh, like it's good enough to like Look at Instagram. Yes, good enough to look at TikTok. Yes, as well. So if if you can do that, I'm surprised. I thought I tried it and it didn't work on Mate, United. I was scrolling TikTok on United Wi-Fi. Wow. Yeah. So that would ruin my flights if I could do that. <laughs> Mate, it, it kills the time for me. Kills the time. So the thing is, Vodafone used to have this standout plan, five dollars a day, and then everyone else came up with their own, which mm -hmm. is similar, right? Yeah. For me, this puts them again head above everyone else. Yeah. And for travelers, that's a big deal. You're going Absolutely, to Europe. It yeah. means that you can communicate with your family every flight you make if you choose the right airlines. Because that's yeah. the big kicker here is you've got to be on the right airline. That's, yeah. that's really what matters. And so what are they? Emirates is one? What, what was Emirates the... is one, Etihad, Cathay Pacific, uh, Lufthansa, Malaysia, and Singapore. So let's be real. You're not going to get it going They're to America. airlines, though. None of them go to America. Yeah, think about right. that. None it's of those going to Asia America. and yeah. Europe. Yeah, it's Asia, Asia and Europe, Europe right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but like I, I normally fly Etihad or Qatar. I'm going to choose Etihad now. Like that's... Really? For, for these... 
That, oh, mate, because and I would Emirates spend, is one or not? Did you say Emirates? Emirates is one, so okay. you, you could choose I'm traveling Emirates. to Europe next year with Joe with Emirates. So, boom, you're done. Yeah. And, and it's a big saving, mate. I've definitely spent like, and yeah. Eddie had put their prices up, so it's more yeah, it's like usage bucks based. Eight, and that's so. only for a limited amount of data as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mate, it's a big deal. Wow. Uh, pretty impressive stuff. That's pretty cool. So, wow. Vodafone in-flight roaming. Uh, $5 a day uh, launching today and uh, all the details are at EFTM.com This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec Netgear are ahead of the pack they've got all the Wi-Fi you need including Wi-Fi 7 uh, they've got the, the router we talked about last week coming the uh, the Nighthawk Wi-Fi 7 this is the RS700 Wi-Fi 7 router speeds up to 19 gigabits throughout the home this is their most advanced Wi-Fi router ever it's a phenomenal looking device and look that is that is something for genuine future-proofing in network, and I've got no doubt there'll be many more Wi-Fi 7 products to come. But the great thing about Netgear is they've got a product for everyone. They've got a product for every style of home. They've got a product for every style of use. So if you're big on streaming in multiple rooms in the home, they've got you covered. You know, in our house, we, we genuinely will have streaming happening in my office, in the lounge room, in the dining room, and probably the kids on their, on their devices. So we are streaming big time, which is why we have the Orbi 960 series robust strong wi-fi 6e so for those devices that have that 6e and so your, your very latest samsung's the iphone 15 has 16 now doesn't yep. it it doesn't show up as a logo though but it's there yep. it means that not only do you get better speed but you get preferential treatment on the network you've got your own lane on the highway yeah. it's a game changer like for modern devices class. business class for your network boom yeah wi-fi 6e all those solutions all the details about wi-fi 6e as well as the new wi-fi 7 products available now at netgear.com.au this is two blokes talking tech oh i'm exhausted so much talking wow Stephen, <laughs> aussie broadband sent me an email saying hey triff me too. I prices, got that too. prices are changing. How often oh, does that happen? I mean, are you kidding me? Prices are changing. Jesus. Yeah. Now, two blokes doing very well. <laughs> We've both got 1,000 megabit per second internet yeah. at home. And Gigabit, that's not baby. bragging. That's because that's our job. We've got to be connected. Yeah. It is the thing. I get that a lot of people still have 25 and 50 and yeah. that a lot of people only have the choice of 25 and 50. Plus, I couldn't let Trevor have <clears> a faster internet connection than me. Pretty much why he upgraded. <laughs> um, and if, if 2,000 becomes available... <laughs> Bang. Sign I'll me up. There, baby. So, <laughs> so they announce this new pricing and I go, oh, that's good. <clears throat> but then I dig into what everyone's pricing changes. Yeah. So my plan yeah. goes from 149 down one, two, to 129 a $20 a month saving. That's solid. However, on yeah. the lower plans, the 12 the 25 the 50 and I didn't even know there was a 75 but the 75 as well. Yeah. The prices are going up by six bucks at Aussie Broadband. I thought oh, at Aussie Broadband. I thought Telstra's they were capped. I thought it was capped at fifty-five dollars. What are you talking about? I thought there was a cap on them. No, the, that's regardless the wholesale of the data. pricing. Ah, yeah. So you're okay. reading about the NBN wholesale pricing. Yep. So what happens here, and we have to dig a little bit backwards here, but the NBN is like a decade old, isn't it? Right. So more than they've that. been around for a while, and the yep. pricing structure has pretty much always been the same, other than to introduce some new speed tiers and plans. Right. Yep. The telcos have always had issues with the way it's charged. Now, you can read all this at EFTM, but I did a, I did a thing. I'll read this um, this simple statement here. Um, for better or worse, it's all because of the MBN's SAU with the ACCC relating to their WBA, how they use their CVC in each CSA <laughs> across each of the AVCs in each POI. Honestly, could they have more acronyms at the NBN, for yeah. Christ's sake? But the bottom line is, for some accounts 
they charge you for an amount of capacity no matter whether you use it or not. Bandwidth. On others, yep. they, they restrict the amount that's available because they know that you're not going to use it. It's a broad simplification. Aussie Broadband and others argued that it should be done the same way for all. The NBN did not agree. Yep. And the lower speed plans now essentially, think of it this way, the wholesale plan has a cap. So the wholesale plan has a limit to the amount of data, but that means that the retailer either needs to limit the amount of data, and they're probably offering unlimited, or yep. they need to adjust their pricing, and that's going to mean the prices go up. So for the people on the 12, 50, 25, and 75, the price goes up by a couple of dollars. 75 stays the same. For everyone else, it goes down. Mm-hmm. I looked at Telstra. Their prices have all gone up by five bucks. Mm-hmm. And I've got to be honest with you. If you're with Telstra on the NBN, it's time to change. Now, I'm not suggesting yeah. Aussie Broadband is the only option because there's probably plenty more and it's a good yeah. time to look around. But, mate, their 50 meg plan is something like 100 bucks. For yeah. that... 129 is Aussie Broadband's gigabit per second plan now. For, yeah. for 100 bucks, you, you save money. You pay 90, 95 for the 100 plan at Aussie Broadband. Yeah. So you've got to look around, I think, folks. I think, yeah, absolutely. It's time to shop. And I think the reason why the 100 megabits per second and above plans are cheap because of the CVCA, the bandwidth charges have been removed. And Aussie Broadband was the first mover on that. They, yep. they I think it was until uh, from December 1 is when they're going to get rid of that charge. Yep. But they got in early and said, oh, from November, November 1, you're going to have a cheaper plan. I went, oh, that's nice to hear. I'd be looking now for any deals. I'd be looking for yeah. you know one-month sign-up deals, two-month well, free, whatever, because if, if these price changes are hitting your hip pocket, then you genuinely have to take seriously the fact that the, the great thing about the NBN, it's like the mobile network. Yeah. You can port. You're not locked you in. You can ring. So if you're a Telstra customer today, you could ring Aussie Broadband today and say, I want to change. I did it. And in about half an hour, an hour, it yeah. just changes. I changed from Optus to Aussie Broadband. I reckon it took about five minutes. Yeah. It was done. Now, if you're worried yeah. about the, the gear you have at home and all that stuff, it doesn't matter. It, it's They'll all... send you another modem. Don't worry. Yeah, but, and you, and no, you mesh your audio You don't need a new modem. Well. You don't need a new modem because yeah. your modem's already connected to the NBN. Yeah. Okay. It's actually the back end of the NBN that switches you from one telco ah. to another. Oh, so the the modem is you can keep your existing modem. Is that right? If you've got a why, modem, why your telco want to send you a new modem? No, because they'll probably charge you 150 bucks for that. Why would you oh. pay for a new modem when you've already got one? Okay. If you're already on but the they, NBN... But well, they will work with it. Say, say I've gone from Optus. I had to change from my Optus modem to the Aussie Broadband I don't think modem. you had to, mate. Well, what I did, first of all, I never had a modem. Remember, Aussie Broadband were going to send me one, and I just connected the Netgear Orbi to, to the... Uh, to That's the, all I have. To I don't the have a fiber, modem. To the fiber box. Yeah. Yeah. So the only people that need a modem are people with copper. So you've got fibre to the yeah. curb. Sorry, okay. sorry fibre to the node. Right. Um, fibre to the curb as well? No. Yeah, fibre to the yeah. curbs, they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're the people that need a yeah, modem. because from the curb to the house is copper. Um, if there's an NBN physical box in your house, like yeah, a little, right. little black so box. So you, you just use the Orbi. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a, you don't need a modem. You just no. need Wi-Fi. You just need a router because if you've got the NBN box in your home, they call it yeah. NTD, the network termination device, yeah. you can just plug a laptop into it and it just works. Yep. You're just on the internet. It's it's just like any other network. The NBN is just a big LAN. It's just a big network. Yeah. And the, the one of the ports is at your house. That's all. Yeah. Um, that's so a very simple explanation. Shop around is yeah. the critical thing. I reckon that that's what I, my takeaway from this is that, uh, and don't forget that, that the NBN had to have this proposal approved by the ACCC. Yeah. So the ACCC was sort of on their case to say, mate, let's, let's have a look at this. Yeah. And what my takeaway is that it's now become... It's it's the environment for finding a better deal is is better than ever. It's never been better because they're going to compete a little bit better now. Yeah, the MBN um, rang me after I'd done ninety percent of my radio interviews and said, "Have you got our statement?" And I went, "No." 
<laughs> Thanks very much for sending that through yeah, now. But yeah. I've already said everything I'm going to say. But basically, their excuse for this is our prices have never changed. We yeah. we have to. We've never paid, we've never had inflation. Prices have never gone up. Yeah. Our business costs are higher. It just has to go up. And here's the kicker: the price is going to keep going up. We're mm. going to get CPI increases every year. So that's well, the other thing that's been approved is CPI increases. So consumer price index. Yeah, so every Not June or July. That's inflation. It's inflation. Right. You're going to get an increase. Because you know how Telstra and Optus are putting up their prices every year now? Yeah. By $3 here, $3 there? Yeah. That's what's going to happen to your NBN plans as well, I'm sorry to say, but, folks. Uh, another another little thing that the NBN sort of agreed to was to limit the amount of money. Because, you know, obviously this is a, a government asset, right? So they're trying to recoup the investment. Yep. And what they said is they agreed to limit the proportion of money it's going to be recouping from the network. So they're going to maybe put that on hold for a couple of years so that they can then offer those lower wholesale prices for longer. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think this is a massive fail by the government. This really? is a government arm. This is an arm of the government. Yeah. It's a separate business, but they are responsible to the government. Yeah. We're in a cost of living crisis. Yeah. The people most affected by this other people most affected by the cost of living prices. Mate, mm. if my price had gone up by $10, I would have just gone, I'm going to keep paying it. Yeah. But there's people that have prices have gone up by $5 and they're going, hang on a minute, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Now, the government could have easily said, the Minister for Communications could have said to the ACCC, who's another government arm, and the NBN, listen, love what you've agreed to, put it on hold for two years. Yeah. Just sorry, but put it on hold for two years, and they just got—they've just got to send a memo to, to has, the NBN. It has been on hold for two years. No, but that's it's taken two years to get through. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. The problem is, this is the worst time. If inf let's not get into ec economics, but if yeah. inflation is our problem today, yeah. and we're waiting for inflation to go down, they've just put the prices up. Yeah. So inflation is going to go up, yeah. and 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 this is yeah. every household whose prices yeah. are going to be affected, and. That means more pressure on interest rates. It just makes no sense to me that the Albanese government didn't say, listen, I know you've been working on this for three years, telcos and NBN, yeah. but I, as the Prime Minister, I, as the Communications Minister, am happy for the NBN to operate at a loss for the next three years, yeah. as long as there's not more than a billion like dollars have, or somebody have an thing, or something, and just yeah. go, you know what, and then... We're back when the when yeah. the when the economy's stable well, again. Isn't that what they kind of said though? Remember yes, when but they the prices that, still went no, up. Yeah, well, they they but the prices. Uh, what, what I'm saying is that they, the prices could have gone up more, because they've agreed not to recoup the investment. So the prices could have been this could have been worse. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. still bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I that's agree. That's like with you. that's like 10 percent price increase. Yeah. If inflation at seven percent is bad, mm. and your MBN is going up by 10 percent on. By the way. Uh, Phil Britt from Aussie Broadband, who's very vocal and always open about these things, he said in his statement about this, he said the 50 megabit plan for the overall market, not for Aussie Broadband, is 45% of the market. Now, for Aussie Broadband, I think it's much less because I think they have got a much bigger portion of their users at 100 plus. Yeah. But if the overall market has 45% of users on the 50 meg plan, yeah. then... That's 45% of the population. And I would guess 50% or more because of the 25 yep. have a price increase. 50% yeah. of Australian homes have just got a price increase on mm -hmm. their NBN. How are we trying to stop inflation? Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, well, it's, I, it, they can put the same argument to uh, yeah, energy prices and all these other things yeah. that they're trying to restrain and they're not. Yes, they but, can't do yes, it. Yes, but the government yeah. doesn't run the energy yeah, companies. True. Yeah, See, true. that's the difference. Yeah. The government sold off all that stuff. They still yeah. own this. Yeah. Okay. Tell me this. Would you think this is going to potentially drive customers to 5G? 
rather than the NBN. Well, here's the problem. The would telcos that, will love that because yeah. the telcos make more money off 5G. That's what I was going to say. So the telcos, and we've said this before, the telcos like Telstra and Optus definitely, even Vodafone, they'd much rather you be their 5G home broadband mm-hmm. customer than yeah. an NBN customer because yeah. they get 100% of your money. If they're five, you're a five G customer. That's exactly what they want. If, in, if you're an NBN customer, you're only going to get a portion of that. So, is this going to play right into their hands for that, mate? It will. It's what they'll market. They'll market this that way. I like just are the wanna... plant, are five G plants competitive like this, or so Telstra's five G plan is like eighty five bucks a month, right? And, and that's and that's pretty fast too. Pr- pretty so good, talking right? a couple of hundred megabits per second, aren't we? Yeah, at the minimum. Let, let me let me though just to wrap this up. Let me. Let me do a Telstra v Aussie broadband comparison. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not trying to, you know, put down Telstra because they're a great network and they have good support yeah. and all that stuff. Should but I get Optus's figures up? You here bring too, Optus. Then? I've okay. got Telstra and Aussie broadband. We're talking right? NBN. NBN plan prices, right okay. now. They all call them different things, but in the end, they they have to resort them back to the the NBN names, which is twenty five fifty NBN home internet one hundred yep. okay. and two fifty, right? Yep. So Telstra's basic, which is NBN twenty five. Yep. Twenty five megabit speed. Is eighty dollars a month? Optus seventy dollars a month. Aussie Broadband seventy five. Right at twenty five megabits. Twenty five megabits per second. Okay, let's move up to fifty. Ninety five dollars for Telstra. Eighty five dollars for Optus. Eighty five for Aussie Broadband. Okay. Ten dollars a month saving. How about a hundred? Hundred and ten dollars a month. Telstra. Telstra. Eighty nine dollars Optus. Ninety five Aussie Broadband. Wow. So Aussie Broadband is more expensive than Telstra uh, and what, Optus. What um what's what's Optus's price? For a hundred megabits. Yeah. Per second, eighty nine bucks. That's pretty. Comp- is that? Ah, oh, hang on. Is that the new pricing? That's an intro offer. No, yeah, but hey, we got it. We, we need the new pricing because um, Aussie Broadband used to be ninety nine and now it's ninety five. Okay, well, so they come down. They haven't told me that yet. Um, so two forty. Right? In fact, in fact, hang on a minute. The Telstra plans I'm reading out are also the low one because they put it on a different page. Telstra. Um, you said they would have updated this already, wouldn't you? But if the plans Great don't, kick in, if the plans don't kick in until December, they might not. Yeah, maybe. Telstra MBN price changes. Uh, price change for internet and home broadband. Okay, let me. Uh, okay, here's here's Optus, right? Optus, the hundred is eighty nine bucks, two forty is ninety nine bucks, six hundred, one which is their thousand meg plan, one twenty nine. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's the same, same as Aussie broadband. Aussie broadband now. So Telstra's basic. Good luck getting it connected though. So Telstra's basic, which is the twenty five, is now eighty five. Yeah. Um, the essential. Oh, maybe they are the same as the ones I just read out. No, they're not. The essential is now a hundred. So the the fifty meg plan is a is is a hundred dollars. That's from Telstra. Fifteen dollars so more than that's fifteen dollars more than Aussie Broadband. Wow. So if your plan, so this I had a caller say my 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 NBN's gone up to a hundred dollars a month. I went, oh, you must be on a good plan. And they go, no, I'm on fifty megabit. I went, that's what? outrageous. Yeah, it's fifteen dollars a month to have Telstra NBN than to have Aussie Broadband. Okay, get That's the wild. get the five G plans up now. Five um, G, stand by. It's going to take a moment to uh, to 5G load Five G home internet. Five G home internet. So, uh, I've got Telstra here, and they've only got one plan. Optus has got three. Eighty five dollars a month for great speeds of three hundred meg. You know, whatever. Uh, is there a limit to usage? Thousand mm. gigabits of data. So. Pretty good. Well, Optus, $69, maximum speed 50 megabits per second. Right, that's our entry plan, yep. 79 bucks, maximum 100 megabits per second. Right. $89, uncapped speed, and includes Netflix and Optus Sport. Nice. 89 bucks, unlimited, uncapped speed. Vodafone, $65, intro plan, normally 70. Um, 100 megabit speed um, doesn't appear to have a data okay. limit. 
this this is it's almost it's it's almost like a conspiracy that the, that's what they want you to have. Optus, Optus and Telstra are building up their 5G base, right? So yes. their 5G coverage is improving, Vodafone too. Yeah. And in the meantime, the NBN is going up and up and up. And in, in most cases, can't match the speed of, if you're in a good 5G network area, yep. can't match the speed of that. No. So and your brother's got 5G. We, my we know brother's it works. got 5G in Maroubra, and he's he's getting 300 megabits per second, not a problem, sometimes more, yeah. and paying under 100 bucks a month. It, it's not a conspiracy, but it is. It's well, disappointing. This that is always going to happen. It was always going to happen. Yeah. It's like the, I remember writing a column for the Daily Telegraph twenty years ago, whatever <laughs> that was, saying, by the time the NBN's ready, right, there's going to be wireless connectivity that's going to be faster than, the, and that was five G. Yeah. And now the five G is getting faster. So, you know, it's this is playing into the telco's hands. And and just, you know what? Imagine this, right? Right. So it's tel, let's take Telstra as the example. Yeah. They've put up their plans by ten dollars. Did you say ten bucks? Five bucks. Each Five one bucks. Went up. Yeah. Okay. So they would then okay that customer. In their defence, they went up less than Aussie Broadband. Okay. Aussie went up six. All right. But Telstra has an option. You don't reckon they'd be saying, "Oh, here are your options." Yeah, they'll ring up and say, "Listen, for five dollars less, yeah, you can get faster speeds." Yeah, who's not going to sign up for faster speeds? And that, and that way, price. Telstra get one hundred percent of your cash instead of giving half back to the NBN. Yeah, that's that's another reason why. I reckon when I had my dramas with Optus and it was NBN dramas, I reckon they thought, who cares? It's NBN. Yeah. It's not. If it was 5G, they'd be all over it. Yeah. But I reckon it was a, it was like collateral damage. We, okay, it's NBN. Don't worry about it. You know, that's why I reckon there was the, not that effort to keep me as a customer mm. because they're going to give half that money away anyway. And I was trying to move up to a fast, faster speed. So yeah, I'm just. I just wish that we didn't have it. I wish we. I wish people who can least afford this utility, because internet, yeah. water, electricity, yeah, gas, it's essential these item, are essential yeah. to your yeah. home in most cases. Yeah. And now we're putting the price up. And it's, as you said, they can't control energy prices. They can't control internet prices. Yeah. They can they control, can control this. prices. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with what you said before. Like, Albo should have said, mate, let's just take a loss for two years. Give, let, let's, let's calm the farm a bit. Let's try to get inflation under control. Keep everyone connected. Mm. And they did that during the pandemic, right? So the, it yep. worked a treat during the pandemic, right? And that might that might have brought prices, might have brought the, a bit of inflation down. You know, should we run the country or what? Should we be running the show? I Let's mean, just run the show. What the else would blokes. you do? Should we, uh, <laughs> hey? Uh, I would make uh, my birthday a public holiday. So February 17, every year, public holiday. <laughs> I'd make uh, what would we do? <laughs> South South Sydney playing. Uh, where, okay, where, I was going to say nuclear play? energy, but whatever. <laughs> no nuclear too. I'd go nuclear. Yeah, I'd go nuclear. I'd go nuclear on a that, few people. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that's that seems to be the uh, where uh, opposition leader Mr Dutton is heading. He's a very he's much, very much a nuclear advocate. He's unelectable. Though. Yeah, you don't reckon? You reckon? Why is that? Why is that? I reckon I got to say, and here's uh, this is not me being too political here. I, yeah, I reckon is. he's been a pretty good uh, the the voice against the, when when he was explaining why you know about when yeah, the no, voice 100%. dramas. I, I do. Agree. He did bring up some good points about 100%. that, yeah. uh, and and I think he's he's underestimated by. I think the media, the, uh, the a lot of people think he consider him like you just said he's unelectable, but when you actually listen to him. He makes it. He speaks logically. He really right. simplifies things very well, and mm. that are, that gets through to voters, mate. I'm going to tell you this. This is a massive hook for the private feed. We're talking politics this week on the private feed because <laughs> that's what we're going to do. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Why not? Why not? I've got I've got views. Yeah, we all we've all had views. Yeah, but yeah, I think give right. us a crack at it. Who, who, we can't get any worse. <laughs> hey, how much worse can it get? I mean, you could be real old and run the America. So we got we got time <laughs> left in us. Yeah, you talking uh, about Jay Biden? Didn't he, didn't he stop a press conference halfway through the other day? What happened on the he plane? The one on the plane? No, no, I don't know. There was no, he's, a, he was on a there plane. Was of him being ushered away. He was on a plane. Was it into a doorway? Yeah, yeah. He's on a plane. He comes out of his, you know, oval office on the plane thing, and there's journo's <laughs> there, and he says, "Ah, oh, yeah, go ask me some questions." They're asking questions, and then one of them goes, talk, starts talking about Israel and stuff, and he goes, well, "Thanks for your time," and just, you know, Whoa. walks away. Yeah, the, it was like that Homer Simpson meme where he goes back into the hedges. Watch so. the watch the Shane Gillis comedy special on Netflix. He talks about talks about Joe Biden. Whenever he leaves a press conference, he turns into a Roomba. Just <laughs> and just randomly walks places. It's a great line. That's funny. It's a legit great line. <laughs> it's on and it's a great comedy special because he does the best Donald Trump impersonation. Ah, what's his he name? He has Shane, Shane Gillis. I'm Gillis. pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm I've looking, seen. I'm looking. That I actually up. watched the special and went, "It's all right." Yeah, I've seen more clips of it on TikTok. I'm going, These are good gags. They're yeah, good gags. Okay, I'll watch that. I'm here I for you. I find I've been watching a lot of uh, Ricky Gervais again. Really? Supernature and uh, what was the other one called? The humanity, Super, humanity, no, and supernatural. Super, yeah. Superna- yeah. yeah, I don't know, but uh, his his new one, he's doing, still doing his Armageddon. tour of Armageddon, mm. and that, that's gonna, that's already it, been sold to Netflix. Apparently. It needs to be better than the last one. Well, by all accounts, it's the ever all the feedback from the, the tour's been going for a year and a half. Like yeah. he's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah I hope so because the last yeah. one was exactly the same as the one before. Well, it was, it was diff- too much the same. Different enough. Two Bucks Talking Tech, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Please recommend to your friends because pff, no one else knows. Yeah. No, Share this. If you're the, watching on YouTube, word, leave a you comment know. down below. We'll Trevor, have a Trevor's look at got extensions to put on his house. Come on. We've got to help him out here. We're well, eh? just bathrooms. <laughs> Actually, if we, if we could get enough, I could do that in, that extension. But anyway. Yeah. And thanks. you know what? Maybe a Merc, maybe something else. Who knows? I'm happy with my future. Cooper, buddy. No, no, oh, I'm good. talking about myself. Oh, you. Talk right. about me. <laughs> Not you. Uh. <laughs> thanks, Arlo. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank you for watching and thanks, listening. Guys. We'll be back next week. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.